0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get back into it with our panel. John Capobianco, Sherry DeNovo, and Michael Giles. You know, yesterday at this time we were discussing again that uh, Doug Ford is... Throwing down the gauntlet or challenging Justin Trudeau on this agenda at the First Minister's meeting in Montreal today. Uh, Michael, you were saying off air, I guess they've decided to stick around at least for the buffet afterwards. (laughs) And Uh, the
1: Bangladesh. Right. And why not? (laughs) Sure. Justin wants to give lessons.
2: You know,
0: if if he were to get dressed up in that regalia again, I'd pay cash money for that show. Seriously. I would crash that event just to check that out. (laughs) And you get a (laughs) tax (laughs) receipt. It's all good. Uh, It it is the Canadian way. But listen, you know, it was submitted by one of our panelists yesterday, uh, David Wills from Media Profile, that this is actually something that Justin Trudeau prefers to have Doug Ford become his chief protagonist or foil, as opposed to Andrew Scheer because it diminishes Scheer's stature and he can fight the premiers all day long. On the national front, uh, there's not anything to concern himself with. Sherry, do you think that's a strategy that maybe they're playing?
2: Absolutely. Uh, I think it's a strategy. Mind you, they're up in the polls federally. I mean, the liberals are looking better and better against Scheer. Uh, but I think situating himself against Doug Ford makes it, it look like he's up against a mini Trump in, to, you know, the Liberal and potentially NDP voters out there and left wing of the Conservative Party. Whereas if he's up against sheer, um, I think sheer, I mean, my, my impression is sheer comes off better um National Polls. And we were just talking about polling in Ontario. So polling in Ontario, the Liberals are getting stronger, um, the PC is getting weaker. So why not pit yourself against the weaker candidate, as it were? Uh, the weaker voice for the PC uh, brand. Uh, so absolutely. I mean, that's that's the game um, they're playing. And, um, and, you know, trying not to do any more faux pas, you know, just to stay the course. That's the liberal. That's what the liberals well, are doing. Yeah, if they're
0: yeah. up in the polls, that's always yeah. a risk, too. They peak too soon. But what we have is an election that's just less than a year away. John, I'll ask you, as, uh, you know, the conservative of some note and uh... depth and breadth and all the rest uh... do you think that there's a strategy being played here where doug ford gets to be you know the guy poking the bear and they actually relish that because it takes the heat off. Uh, you know,
1: there's nothing going to shear. It throws shade on shear. I think. I think that's what they're trying to do. But I would caution them because every politician has a certain uh, strength that they bring to the table. And and Andrew Shears might not be might not be the attack dog sort of a- uh, area that he brings to the table. But but Doug Ford is, and Doug Ford is an effective uh, antagonist and an effective person who can actually uh, cause some 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 trouble. And not not only that, but he's got a huge solid following in Ontario, there's a lot of seats that the Liberals hold uh, federally that, that that Doug holds provincially that can be in jeopardy in the next election, and to lose those seats can mean a big difference between a majority and a minority government in the next election. So I would be careful if, uh, if the, uh, for the Liberals trying to, or at least encouraging Doug to attack them, uh, because that also uh, puts uh, puts Andrew in a different light. It doesn't Andrew doesn't have to fight Trudeau on that issue. He can actually fight about about other other issues or issues that he believes in that he wants to fight and not worry about. Uh, you know, attacking Trudeau, let Doug do that. But Doug is far more effective at doing that, and they might be in trouble if they allow Doug to do that because he's he has a lot of people following him in Ontario and, quite frankly, across Canada. You know, it's interesting because uh, Sheer Andrew Sheer brought up this
0: point that uh, next week we're going to sign on to a United Nations non-binding covenant uh, with migration, the Compact on Migration in Morocco. And it seems until he actually started squawking about it, uh, it flew under the radar and I'm curious why that is, Michael Giles. And by the way, let's just open up the discussion as to whether or not we should be signing this thing. It was also submitted to me yesterday that, hey, it's non-binding, so why fuss about it? It really doesn't have any force in law. It's just maybe, you know, an ideal that we would try to aspire to, but let's not fuss over that. Are, do we, should we be concerned?
1: Well, yeah, I think anytime you see the words United Nations and non-binding in the same sentence, <laughs> then you have to start getting a little nervous. I mean, obviously, if it's non-binding and has no... Why sign it in the first place? Why even put it forward? So obviously... It is a path to something, and I think we have to have a serious discussion about that. I mean, the whole issue of migration, whether in Canada, the United States, or in Europe right now, is really the third rail of politics, and when you have something like this come forward, and, you know, to Andrew Scheer's credit, he has pulled this thing up because now the federal government, you know, the, the federal liberal government is going to be in a position of either defending this, signing it, not signing it, and meanwhile, as I say, there's a lot of people in this country that are very concerned about what's going on with migration.
0: Well, all right, migration, you know, uh, Rachel Notley bringing up the whole thing on the carbon tax, but uh, I know that Shearer actually supported it initially. Uh, He's backed off of that since, and Doug Ford, you know, is uh, saber-rattling over getting this thing eliminated. I mean, are these potentially the Achilles heel upon which Trudeau could, you know, be uh, Um, kneecapped?
2: Well, absolutely not, I hope. Um, I hope that most Canadians... Are very concerned about the environment and very concerned about meeting a, uh, meeting our agreements. Um, migration uh, international. Included? Well, uh, and and absolutely. I mean, we're coming up to Christmas where we're going to be singing carols wow. about a refugee child. Getting- um, you know, I mean, I, like we're <laughs> that's what we're doing. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and I think you know one of the things that Trudeau first did, if we remember when he was first elected, was greet Syrian refugees at the airport. Um, most Canadians, I think, have a lot of compassion for those who are refugees who though. Those who are seeking asylum, I, I think that Sherry, is. Sherry, we're overwhelmed
0: way. here. The shelter system in Toronto is broken. It's overwhelmed that, because Justin tweeted his virtue, and well, uh, all of this. And trust paid, me, and I know that it.
2: the immigration system does not work well. That is a whole other issue. But I think well, that he's the, exacerbated it, the problem. But I think that you know the the, the subtle racism that is behind is that some is? of the pushback around refugees and new immigrants. What about is protecting not, our sovereignty? It does not ring true. And, with and, ma- and
0: making our own calls for our own country. This is what Andrew Scheer said yesterday. You know, uh, we don't want to cede our sovereignty. We'll decide what's best for Canadians. Uh, Canadian immigration should belong to Canadian decision makers and not somewhere, whether it's the United Nations or Brussels or wherever.
1: John, is he wrong? Well, no. So, and I think, too, I think I, I always get concerned when somebody who's against or, or has concerns or expresses some level of concern with respect to the level of refugees and, and migration that's happening is all of a sudden a racist. I think that it's, the, the two don't equate. And, and quite frankly, you could be concerned about those that are coming in and the number of folks and, and quite frankly, how they're coming in without being a racist. You, you know, you could be actually worried about our security and you could be worried about other issues. And, and, and I think when, when the prime minister brought this in, there was a, the, the provincial dynamic was Different. He's now got a lot of conservative uh, premiers that are in place now, and and one that's likely to be coming in 2019 uh, that are going to be pushing him for the funding of this to say, okay, well you've had these, they have all come to our provinces, and how are we going to spend it? You saw it in Toronto. We, remember we had the debate earlier in, on this show, and when uh, when, when, was, when the issue was in the summer about trying to get some of those off of the uh, out of the campuses and onto hotels and whatnot. So it's a huge issue. But I think more importantly, what we're seeing is, uh, and this is this spells trouble for the. liberal Liberals federally, you know, you just saw a by-election in Leeds Grenville, where where the uh, the Conservative MP there won by a huge majority. In fact, actually did better than than the than the late Gord Brown did. But it was a safe uh, seat. It was I mean, a safe that's seat, Leeds- nonetheless. I mean, my no,
2: goodness.
1: but but nonetheless, let's not forget this. Because of course, it's always easy to say, but it was a safe seat. But the, the vote, he increased his vote level, and he, oh. and and that's a, that's telling. In a, in a by-election, which is I think is a big deal. But more importantly, Trudeau also lost somebody to the Conservatives. He's lost another by-election in Quebec uh, that that the one, So there is, there is a, there's a roadmap here for Andrew Shear to win in this next election in 2019. and the, and the premiers that are, are, that are out there are going to help him do that because they are having serious issues, and this is one of them, John, uh, that the Prime minister has not got an answer to yet. All right, let's come back. I've got answers coming from our panel on hate, bigotry,
0: and homophobia next here on the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640, Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show Podcast.